Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rion. Happy birthday to you. My boy is 26 today. Firstly, read. Let me just say this. Happy flipping birthday, my guy. Always love. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know if this is a happy day, guys. I'm actually 20 blooming rass class six. Is that old, fam? Is it old? That's a question for you guys out there. Is 26 old? Just this is this is how I see it. I'm definitely not old. Listen, I'm Peter Pan. I'm the boy that will never grow up. I get older, I look younger. I'm blessed in that way. Well, I hope it maintains that. But I'm at the age now where I'm thinking, right, man's got to start making real movements. Well, I've got about six months to find myself a wife. I got eight months to get myself a blooming mortgage. And I've got 10 months to get myself all proper gaff. <laughs> we would like to thank our sponsors, um, Megan's Cafe here in Parsons Green Fulham. Now, basically, this is what it was. So I said to Rion today, I was like, oh, look, for your birthday, bro, let me take you out for a meal. We'll go Nando's or something. And so we met each other in Fulham, our hometown. We know the area very well. And I took the boy for a Nando's. <laughs> I'll tell you what, wasn't half cheap either, the bastard. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I had a nice Nando's meal and I thought to him. So I actually brought the podcast up because I was like, you know what? Let me see if we can make a podcast together today while we're together. It'll be easier. So I brought the stuff with me. And then when the podcast, well, sorry, when the lunch was done, I was like, bro, let's go find a cafe if we can. So we're walking, but all these cafes are looking packed. And then this one guy, Asian guy, shout him out, my bro. He's like, oh, boys, you can come in here if you want. And I'm like, oh, bro, but the music's a bit loud. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. And put the music down for us. Now we're sitting in the back of his cafe. So if we're talking a bit quietly, that is why. Rion, any, any kind of words to say about Megan's? I'll tell you one thing. Megan's inside the interior is amazing. Honestly, so nice. The the staff as well, beautiful, actually beautiful, generally beautiful and really, really friendly. But I will retract the statement that Case have made. We were walking and I saw Megan's and I went inside. Case is like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, give it a chance. Loser. But um, to be fair, really, really nice in here. The guy showing it, I think generally this guy thinks we're very, very famous. So we're going to stick with that for a little while. <laughs> I think we could get free food in, mate. <laughs> Rion was very kind. Even though it's his birthday, he's actually going to treat us to um, a couple of drinks. So he was like, we came in here and obviously it's a coffee shop. So I'm like to Rion, ah, oh, just get me a coffee. You get one too. He's liking his iced lattes at the moment, isn't it? So I was like, bro, just get me a mocha, whatever they're called. And then he's up there and I'm waiting for him setting up. My guy's like, oh, do you want a beer? I'm like, ah, right, you know what? A beer will be better instead. How are we sitting here both with a beer and a coffee, bro? I'll tell you what, Megan's, we absolutely love you, but your toilet is going to get absolutely worked up in about half an hour. <laughs> As soon, as soon as this podcast comes to an end, bro, it's going to be back to back. This is going to be one uh, bad boy shits as well, fam. You know when it hits the side? <laughs> Hold tight, Megan. Hold tight. <laughs> Get the bleach ready. Anyway, so for our intro today, we haven't so much got a question, whereas we've got more of a discussion slash recap, Rion. So obviously, Rion's birthday is today, but the weekend was his birthday weekend, as people like to call it. So I said to Rion, I was like, well, and actually, Rion said to me, he's like, bro, let's go out clubbing on Saturday night. And I was like, all right, cool. And I told him that I went to a, like, a Latina style, a Latina themed bar a few weeks ago, with some of my friends from North London. And I told Rion it was sick. Like, it's such a nice vibe. Obviously, a lot of Latina girls, which our good friend Rion here is madly in love with, but just yet to really come across many. And I think the reason for that, bro, in London, they just... They're hard to scout out like that. You know what I mean? They're not around. <laughs> He's giving me dirty looks. So 
I was like, all right, cool, bro. Me and you will go to the salsa bar on Saturday night. Rion, before we even go into the club, tell me how you were feeling leading up to it. Because me and Rion pre-drank separately. So this is where, this is quite an important element of the night. Do you know what? To be fair, it almost, this is almost a hiccup because basically something had, had basically been pre-planned for me, but it was supposed to be like spontaneous and a surprise, basically. But what was set up for me, even though like the thought was nice, it just, I was, was not interested in it just because I was, I had my hopes set on night like, salsa, the club that we went to in is it Leicester Square. Yeah, yeah. So obviously I'm on a quest for a Latina and I love Latinas. Been to Miami, they told us to fuck off. And <laughs> I've been told I know that piss off. But <laughs> all that time, I, I feel like this is this one thing I just need to take, like get off my checklist. But obviously Kaiser loves them and Kaiser is just, you know, you know, Kaiser very, very skilled. Very, very skilled. Then he plays tennis. Mm. And now he speaks Spanish. So listen, I'm, I'm proper down in a pecking order. But anyway, we go in there. Case is doing his thing. But there were, I'll tell you what though. I went, I got my hair cut Saturday. So Saturday was a mad rush for me. I had barbers at 6.30. And anyone who don't know, I go to North London to get my hair cut. So I had to get to Fringy Park for about 6.30. Time my hair cut was done. I got back home at 10 past 8. But I was leaving mine at 10. So I had to shower. But when I mean I gulped alcohol, like gulped it, I backed two magnums. Magnums are weird, you know. What's it? 16.5 in volume, but really, really tasty. And the one thing I do like about them, they don't taste like too high in like, like alcohol. Do you know what I mean? It's not a crazy taste. So obviously we've done that. But I remember getting from, basically I live in Croydon. So getting from Croydon to Leicester Square, it was intense. I was beaming. Like, I was so drunk where things were moving, bro. Fam, I literally had flipping dyslexia for about half an hour, bro. It was actually mad. <laughs> this guy's saying dyslexia as if it's like a fucking vision issue. <laughs> I just mean you can't count. <laughs> I don't think that's what dyslexia is, but anyway. Yeah, so we get to... <laughs> Sorry, you know. So anyway, we get to the club. Obviously, we meet each other there instead of like pre-drinking together. And yeah, I had a couple of magnums on the train as well. Again, for those that don't know what a magnum is, it's a, it's a tonic wine. And I don't know what tonic wine means, but I sound fancy saying it. And it's got a lot of alcohol in it. So it definitely gets you feeling good. But Rion, I get there. Rion is drunk, but you were, you were okay enough then. So anyway, we get into the line, yeah? Do I talk about the three girls? I don't even think I do, bro. I think we navigate past that because I wasn't even worth the time. So anyway, we get into the line. We make it into Magnum. So we make it into Magnums. I'm drunk. We make it into Salsa Bar. Megan's. <laughs> Megan's. Shout them out one more time. <laughs> Parsons Green. <laughs> so anyway, we get in there. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is the place. Like, this is sick. And for you lot that need a visual description. So basically, like, it's quite a big dance. Is it a big dance floor? It's a decently big dance floor. But then obviously it's got some stairs and that's where you order your drink. So that's even more parts of dance. But then a sick thing about this place, yeah, is that it's got a proper seating section at the back. But like one that's like, you can honestly have a good conversation with a girl there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, because some clubs have their, have their, <laughs> this guy's golf. Oh, this guy's literally, you lot, he's drinking beer and coffee back to back. Oh, I, I pray for the toilet. Anyway, yeah. But luckily, a lot of clubs, they have seating sections, but it's kind of like within the music. So it's still too loud. This place has it at the back so you can actually chat. So anyway, me and Rion, we're moving girls, we're moving girls. And then we finally, we finally come across to that. I think, you know what, Ree? 
mission mission get started here and rion's asking for the microphone so let's see what he's got i will say this year in life yeah obviously we all have the moments where we want to have fun with girls but at the end game the final picture you just want to meet a nice neat tidy well-managed girl do you know what i mean bro that that's what we want but Kazar spoke to a girl I, I do not i don't even know how we actually got speaking to these two girls but they both of them were amazing they both had good attributes Kazar's one was a bit more livelier but my one was just so like she was like she had been finessed nicely in life like everything was just so elegant with her and i'm chatting to her and it's one of those ones Sorry, finessed in life means she's been done dirty, just so you know. I think you meant blessed. <sighs> it's weird. You know when I say finesse, I, I know what you mean. But you know when I say finesse, you know when you take a shot, a finesse shot is so beautiful when it goes in. So I always want to say that. that I, I don't know. That's, that, that's the right ad- I'm hoping that's the right adjective. But anyway, I'm chatting to her. And I was engaged in this conversation, man. And then I think the way it happened, we actually spoke to them on the dance floor, innit? And then they came over. But I'll tell you what, though, man, I faded out that night. I was a weird, weird drunk that night because I wasn't drunk where, like, you know, you're obliterating and you're, like, you're literally like you're, just, you're dead weight. I was just so, I feel like I was disorientated. I was just like out of my zone. So, I, but the thing is, yeah, when I'm drunk and I'm mad drunk, I can't get comfortable and sit down because it all hits me. And I just, I basically just like flop. But anyway, before all that happened, though, we met these really, the girls that I'm talking about, but they were honestly amazing. And I'll tell you what, there were a couple of other absolute sorts. And when I say sorts, spices. I love, I, I, the reason why I love Latinas, yeah, because like they're cultured. They got that nice, like even the body, bro, like they got nice curvy bodies. They're like got the nice, like twang in their voice. Oh, blooming hell. And I'm in blooming London with these fucking geezer's daughters. <laughs> But um, yeah, Rion, is that your phone in your pocket? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now to be fair, it was a really, really good night. But I drank so much alcohol, man. And then getting home as well. Getting home was a madness. But uh, fam, them these nights are so good to me. Where like oh, I want to relive them. And I, it's almost like I wouldn't even do nothing different. I just keep it the same. I just want to relive it, just so that's be in the moment again. I better love them nice. I, I, I'll tell you what though, bro. It might be a weird, a weird like comment to put it there, but I feel like it's one of my best club nights, you know, for its own reasons. All right, let me let me ask you then, why is that one of your best club nights? Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you do hear like any noise in the background, obviously we're in a cafe, forgive us, but firm it, I suppose. All right, so again, back to you, Rion. Why is it one of your best club nights? I will say the crowd. So there wasn't like, it's nice when you go to other clubs you do get the odd gas people like girls and boys but everybody here was nice there was no actual dickheads um the music was popping the music was it was like a mixture of like hispanic and rm sorry guys and burps from my from my beer um so it's a mixture of hispanic and rmb and location you're in central london even when you leave the club you're around just amazing views i mean around like always gonna bump into nice people and as you know i'm, I'm gonna I'm, i have to do this yeah? I'm, I'm gonna blow cage's trumpet not in that way you naughty bastards <laughs> <laughs> he's blown that trumpet before though <laughs> get your mind out girl. but um 
this Don, brother, he, his movement is nice. I had I had like a 10 minute period where I was just so waved and I was just pre and case moving to these girls and chatting to people. He does it in such a nice way. First of all, when this guy was 18, 19, he was honestly a joke in that way. Like Donnie was just a stereotype, but I feel like I helped him maneuver it a little bit. And now the Don's confidence is mad and he, he generally gets love from all crowds. But yeah, now Kaiser, Kaiser is very nice in the way he moves. He talks well. He's very funny. I'll tell you one thing, yeah. Back in the day, bro, you used to be a bit of a dickhead. And you've actually, like, gone around that now. You never get it way more better. Because I always say to them, like, if you move to someone early in a club and they say no, you're going to see them 20 more, 20 more times in the space of two hours. You can easily, like, resurrect that no into a yes, bro. It's that easy. Thank you, Rion, for um, guessing me up, but... Yeah, nah, to be fair to, to Rion, I would say the reason I am where I am, I, I always put it down to two people, like majority in terms of maybe my confidence with girls, and that is Rion and my uncle. My uncle, naturally, obviously, I've grown around and he's like been that guy figure in my life. And for anyone who knows my uncle well, incredible confidence. Like he can talk to anyone so well. I feel like everyone falls in love with that guy quick. And so for me to be around that so much as a kid, I think I, I looked at him and I was like, okay, like that's kind of how you got to be around people. Because... I feel like all of us, bro, we low-key put up, not all of us, you know, a lot of people put up this front, bro. But at the end of the day, if someone's coming up to us, even if it's a stranger, but they're being nice to us and complimenting us, bro, we're going to be, we're going to be happy by that. We're going to smile. And so seeing my uncle do that so much as a kid, it kind of made me realize, okay, so like, that's how I want to be. But then double that up with obviously being so close to Rion for, I mean, 21 years. Oh my days. But anyway, being so close to Rion and then obviously now going out clubbing with him so much. And we obviously feed off each other. I'm sure he's probably taking stuff from me. I take a lot from him as well. But especially when I was like 18, 19, though, Rion had already like, he, he was already decent at like this whole girl thing. Not amazing, obviously, we're still so young, but he was way better than me. And so for me to be around him like that definitely made me be like, okay, like that's kind of what it's got to be like. So yeah, bro, I'll put that down to you as well. So cheers, mate. Not the Spanish part though. That's, that's all me. But um, <laughs> everything else, yeah. So it's been it's been a wild ride. Plenty more to come. So I think that's our intro done there. It was a lovely night in central London with my boy. H- happy birthday, Ree. All right. So for today's episode, I thought, well, Rion's 26 today. And I've got questions for him today. It's nothing about me. It's about my boy. Um, You remember the episode about my 25th a few months ago? You had some questions for me. So anyway, bro, first question I got for you. You're 26 now. We always discuss like, we always talk about how like age doesn't really matter and blah, 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 and this and that. But do you think 26 maybe means some certain aspects have to be ticked off? Do you feel any pressures yet or any difference? Or is it still really just another number? Personally, I think with age, that nothing comes of age. It's just like, I suppose it's just like expectations that are just stamped on the number. Do you know what I mean? The main thing about myself, yeah, I put no pressure on myself for like literally for like in every example of life. Like, I will never be like, oh, I'm 26. I need to like, I don't know, settle down, have kids, have my career job. Like, I just feel like I got, a, hopefully I got a long time till I'm dead. I got, a, I got a lot of life to live. So I kind of just want to soak it up. But I'm deeper like this, bro. Yesterday, like I was proper settled. Mm-hmm. Nights like salsa, they would very rarely happen because I'll, I'll have to respect someone. And I'll have so much like, like baggage on me, like life baggage, but I'll have to like decline more stuff than not, do you know what I mean? And I'm not, like the way I am as a person, I just, I just generally don't think I've ever changed since I was a kid. 
I'm a happy, I'm a free spirit. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a happy go guy. And that's the way I, that's the way I would always be. And I'll never change for anyone. And my thing is if if I do end like the person I proper end up with, like you just have to accept that or swerve me. Do you know what I mean? And if I don't, if I, if it's not reciprocated, I, I have to have someone that has the same energy as me, you know. Otherwise, it just don't work for me, bro. I think there'll be too much jealousy and too much confrontation. I'm not about that. I got a cool question for you, bro. One, I got two questions. One, how would you like to meet your dream girl? Like, in what kind of scenario? Obviously, you can't paint it exactly, but if you had maybe a slight idea. And then two. Do you think like you're currently forget your age, but do you think maybe currently like with your life, you know, your current life, your all your situation, do you think you're ready for a serious relationship? Or is that not even something you want right now? I'll start with a second question. I'm one of them, I'm one of them guys, bro. When it happens, it happens. Like you're never ready until it happens. You know what I mean? So when it comes to you, I'll just pattern up in different areas and I'll become ready. So that does not concern me. But wait, what's your first question? My um, sorry, ladies, we just accidentally pressed pause by mistake. I said sorry, ladies and, and gents. Um, now my first question is, bro, what's your ideal way to meet a girl right now? Like, what's a story that you would love? And obviously, you can't go into mad depth because you know, but a rough story. Well, maybe where would you not want to meet a girl? I'll tell you this: you never meet no one in a club. It just don't happen. I think that's proven. You don't ever really meet the girl you want to meet in a club. I just feel like it's too hard, man. You get it's it's there's too many like things that like cause a, a guest like situation, alcohol and all that stuff. But um I, I don't really know, man. Hopefully when the movies are I, I walk into someone, she drops all her books, I help her pick it up and I look in her eyes, I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, um, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm, I generally feel I'm a type of guy, though, that would almost get run over by a girl. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And she pulls a window down. Then I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to be fair, I reckon for me, bro, it'd be some awkward, silly way. But yeah, I hope it is like that. A good story to tell. You know what, bro? I agree with the whole, like, we can't... And I've always said as well, you can't meet a girl in a club. But Loki, can you not, though? Because, okay, so this is my question. Say if you go to a club one night and... Because what if the... Say there's, there's a group of girls. Yeah, everyone's got my coffee ready. Have a sip if you want. But, like, say if there's a group of girls that are on the same wave as us, bro. Like, they're not in, like they're not dickhead girls or anything. And maybe say we go one night and we're not even crazy drunk. Yeah? <laughs> this guy had a sip of my coffee and he looks disgusted. Do we need sugar with it? It's all right. But uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. But going back to the thing, bro. Say if we go to a club at night and we're maybe not even that drunk one night. We're actually just like a bit buzzed. But then there's two girls. Like the, like the girls we met on the weekend, they actually weren't buzzed at all. And we're having a nice convo. My question to you is, what's the difference between that then and then us meeting a group of girls, I don't know, just anywhere? And why why couldn't that one be successful? Because we, could, just because we met them in a the club. I fully get it. I fully get you're coming from. I just feel like if you get a number in a club, yeah, you're more like so I keep burping. It's all this bloody beer, but um, it's all this beer and chucking from Nando's. But I just feel like when you um meet a girl in a club, you can have a really good vibe with them, but the the messaging is so slow. Do you know what I mean? But if you meet them in the daytime, it's just so much more easier. I met them when I'm sober, and I can almost from that I can plan a night out with them. And I don't know, it's it's weird, man. The circumstances just make it 
more I just I think it makes it more difficult when it's club bound because bro we've met so many nice girls in clubs yeah but realistically has anything ever that materialized maybe the obviously cases a dirty bastard a bit of sex but um <laughs> but obviously like that's just what's that do you know what I mean there is no like proper foundations to something stronger but I mean not like we're both looking for that now anyway but that's that's generally what I think Alright, so I'll be honest with you, lot. So me and Rihanna in like a phase of life, like we are just wanting to go out and be kind of single together, move, you know what I mean? Just do stuff, move to girls, do whatever, whatever happens from there, and just have a lot of fun. But bro, what if you a sick girl does genuinely come along to you? Fucking say tomorrow, bro. Are you then ready to like honestly, are you ready to pack it in basically the whole like fun going out stuff? Or would you almost let that girl go though? Because to be fair, bro, from my perspective as your boy, if you were to meet a sick girl tomorrow, I would want you to pursue it. I would I would feel shitty knowing that you left, like, or gave up possibly an, an unreal girl for you just so you could continue the sort of clubbing and stuff with me. So what is your vibe on that if you were to meet a mad girl tomorrow? I'll tell you what, Kayza, you're very nice. If you met someone flipping nice, literally today or tomorrow, I'm going to kill her because I want to enjoy your life. But now, honestly... Bro, it's one of those ones, bro. If you meet someone nice, bro, still do the same stuff you do. Just be a bit more. But I still think that you can do this. Yeah, you say you meet a nice girl tonight or whatever, and then we we go out in the future, and you're still kind of dating this girl. You can still go out with me and move girls with me, but just know, just know when to stop. Know like the fine line. So you can do everything you want to do, chat the nonsense, but just don't give out the number. Just but when you chat your nonsense, just don't be too crude of it. Don't say nothing sexual. Just be a bit respectful, but still just be flirty but silly I, th- I don't think there's nothing wrong in that as long as you're not like trying to seek any like type of number but at the same time because we have a podcast bro you could your thing i'm not even saying this, this is like a ulterior motive but you could just like fam gain gain another follower for this someone to listen to it do you know what i mean hey bro to kind of piggy piggyback off what you just said that's that's a big thing a lot of guys or maybe even girls, obviously I'm speaking from a guy's perspective, but like once they have a girl, that's them done. They don't go clubbing anymore. They don't do any of that stuff anymore. Maybe they'll they'll drink with their mates, but like they'll never maybe they'll do the pregame with their boys, but they'll never actually go to the club because oh but I can't go clubbing, bro. I can't go clubbing. I've got a girlfriend now. What would you say in response to that? Anyone that's like that, look in the mirror, slap yourself, and saw it out. Because first of all, you can go out. But I know what you mean though. There's dons that they're actually dons, yeah. That get into relationships and when they do go out, they just basically move like a statue. I, I can't talk to you. I can't talk. Bro, go out and be yourself, man. Have fun. Like, how boring, how boring is that for, for your girlfriend to know, like, rah, my guy is actually like that much of a drip. Do you know what I mean? Like, go, fam, you got a personality, bro. Move it. I fam, my perspective is different. I feel like if you've got if you've got someone at home, it should it shouldn't be more easy for you to chat to someone because you shouldn't, especially if you're proper, like, say you're proper faithful. Your motive isn't trying to like get like do nothing with them or get numbers. It's just conversation, which is fine. But um, you yeah, know that's the way I see it. I don't think it's I just don't think it's a problem. Like, you can still have a life and be with someone. You can't like nip that all in a bucket with someone. That's just pathetic. That's on you, man. That's on you. Beautiful words spoken by Mr. Rion Clark Lawrence. All right. So to be fair, back to your birthday because that's what we're talking about. You're 26 now. How would you? Again, how would you want maybe your, the next year to kind of look for you, bro? Like anything that you're seeing is specific. Are you are you happy with how things are currently going? Would you like a drastic change? Blah blah blah. Location change, job change, everything. Three things I want: more bitches, more alcohol, and more money. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Now, um, 
living situation, I want to get my, I want to get a new gaff for sure. Um, definitely a new job, but something where it's more for me, like something I'm more passionate about. I want to wake up every day and be like, yeah, I, I'm. If I go to work, like work is nice. It's like a nice part of my life. And other than that, I don't really want nothing else to change. I'm not like, I'd, I'd go abroad a bit more. I haven't been, I haven't been on holiday since America. So yeah, I'm definitely looking to go on holiday again. Because obviously I'm seasoned in my traveling. But um, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And but just do basically what I'm doing here in other countries. Gain more culture, more experience. A couple more stamps in my passport. <laughs> Literally. And I just done the dirtiest burp of my life, bro. It was like a mixture of it was hot and cold, bro. It was the beer and coffee at once. Oh, that was painful. Hey, you love, bro. You don't even want to know. This coffee is nice, to be fair, bro. I actually really like it. I don't know why you pulled that weird face. <laughs> bro, in terms of jobs yet, all right, you know how you said, that's disgusting. Oh, a fly went in his drink, you lot. Oh, that's your drink retired, bro. He's still drinking it, apparently. And that's real for you. <laughs> 26 ain't done much. <laughs> Last pose. All right, look, you know when you said you want to wake up every day, bro, and you want to be like, yeah, this is my, like, going to a job, like, this is my thing. What kind of job is that then? Or what kind of field, blah, 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 even roughly? Because maybe you don't know exactly what that is. No, I feel like I do know, you know. I love sport. I'm passionate about sport, especially football. And I like business. I've always liked business. I used to sell sweets when I was in school. So do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, me and my friend, we used to sell sweets together when we were in school. And I just like that. It's like, it's like the hustle and bustle. Like, everybody at the playground were, like, having fun. I used to have this mad stock on me, but I used to get rid of it. And I, I'd walk into school heavy with like Kit Kats and sweets. I'd walk out light with cash, bro. But actually, bare nice, you know. But I mean, you know, I gained a lot of money from that. I gained a lot, a lot of money. But um, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I've got that in me. I've got the whole sales thing. I've got like a nice persistence, and because I have all the knowledge of sport and I've got a bit of sport, I got previous like participation in sport. So if I can just merge it together. I feel like I'd be a weapon in that area. I love that. Yeah, back in the day, I always said this. I don't know if you like see these memes on like Instagram and stuff. Yeah, but it's always like every every school had one of these guys growing up, and it would be someone like with obviously you don't have Instagram, really. But it'll be like a kid with like his bag full of sweets and chocolates selling them, and it'll be like every kid, every school had one of these kids. And whenever I see it, I think of you. But yeah, growing up, Rion in the playground would always be the guy selling chocolate sweets. He's, I think I used, I used to buy some of you as well, didn't I? Can't believe you didn't give it to me for free, you bastard, with the money you were raking in. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, that was Rion's thing. So to be fair, bro, you'd be live in that kind of a sector, I suppose. Uh, I got another question for you, bro. Tell us about today, bro. Tell us about your birthday. What's your plans? What have you done so far? What's what's coming up today? Anything exciting? Or are we leaving that for the weekend? Tell us about the 4th of October. Well, this morning... I went gym for me, regardless of whatever happening on a Monday, I have to go gym. I think it sets the tone for the week. But um, so I went gym this morning. I've done a chest and back workout, a bit of cardio, done a bit of a sauna, jacuzzi. So I got to gym just before nine, uh, left at like 11.30, got home. Then, yeah, basically showered, met Kazar, obviously with the busted no. Then uh, <laughs> so obviously just chilled with him. But I'm going Clapham Junction later for drinks with one of my other friends and she also gets shit fierce. And maybe potentially, I don't know, if if I get back in good time, Case is going football tonight at 10 o'clock. He's actually playing football in Croydon at 10. So I'm, I'd probably say it's an 
percent chance that I won't come. I'll probably be so waved, bro. But I will try and go to that. And yeah, that's my day. It's a Monday as well. Monday is a weird day. So yeah, that's what it is so far. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How have we not discussed football last week? Uh, you lot, okay, so obviously, if you lot remember, we briefly discussed it in last week's podcast that me, Rion, and some of our school friends, Yasser, Joanne, a few of the other boys, went to go play football last week. Firstly, to get to it was an absolute trek. It was in East London. Yasser, I'm calling you out here, bro. I don't know why you chose that location. We're all South London boys. But anyway, respect to you. You're a legend. So we get there. And Rion's a mighty minute. It's five against five. And, bro, we go 2-0 down in... I'm talking about a minute and a half. And I'm thinking, I, I was I was actually scared to the point where I was like, I was going to have to tell Yasser, bro, these teams are unfair. And he would never have let me live that down. But then, huh? No, they weren't unfair. But like, it made me think like, we can't, if you're going two down this quickly, something's up. Then luckily, respect to my boy Rido. The guy pulled off two goals in about a minute, bro. And he got us back to two all. And from there, I think, to be fair, from there, we were up the whole time until the fucking end. We go 14-12 up because we have exactly an hour for the pitch in it. We go 14-12 up and then these dickheads equalise two goals in the last couple of minutes. And I was pissed. But I said this to Rion. So Rion and then my, Joanne, my friend, um, who was on the other team. But by, by the way, Joanne, every time I talk to a Spanish person, I always, I always use you as my excuse. You know? <laughs> I'm like my, my, my boy is Colombian, isn't it? <laughs> I grew up with him, so I speak it. Anyway, them two put in man of the match performances, bro. But obviously I speak on Rion's perspective because he was on my team. Joanne, you got, you're still dead at football, obviously. We had one good game. We all do. <laughs> Rion, tell, tell me about your performance, bro. Tell me how you felt going into the match. Tell me how you felt during it. How do you feel afterwards, more as importantly? I've been playing football in a, in a hot minute, actually. So, I was, to be fair, I, was, I, was, I think it was like this. When I saw the teams, yeah, when I saw me and Kayser on the starting, like, playing together, I was kind of guessed. In my head, I'm like, Rob, we're going to wrap this. When I play with Kayser, I feel like we know each other very well. And we had Peter as well. Peter's a sick footballer. So, um... I went into it. I was like, yeah. But the thing is, they had Yasser and Paul. Their man are just like bricks, bro. They're just hard to get around. And they got like a proper strong challenge on them. But when it started, I think I think for the first seven minutes, it was just all Yasser's team, man. I was like, right. In my head, I was thinking, damn, I've got Kayser on my team. And I'm thinking we're going to get slapped. And, bro, they hit two shots quick. And I was like, bloody hell. But literally, the ball from the first goal scored was an absolute banger, though. Literally, I saw it, smashed it whatever and then from that though I, I would probably say this year we it ended what 14 14 i would say they started stronger but once we found our flow we were like i feel like we had the better footballers so like i feel like we controlled it nicely but i would say for myself for my if i'm just like analyzing my own performance the first 40 minutes i was strong the last 20 no excuses i had a Got problem, bro. Like my appendix were like I, I didn't know if I need to shit or fart. It's actually ridiculous, bro. From I couldn't even like run when Kaze was, <laughs> was like a Duracell battery, but that bunny guy was not burning out. <laughs> he was chasing everything, chasing cold leaves like a copper, bro. <laughs> but no, Kaze done well. But um, yeah, we definitely threw it away. But my own performance, I think I played well. You know, I'll say this about Kaze. I'm, I'm gonna tell Kaze's performance. Kayser gets himself into good opportunities. How many goals he scored? One in it. He scored one, but Kayser does this. He takes too long to shoot, which is sometimes it's 50-50. Sometimes it just don't land for you, whatever. But a lot of the ones I feel that like you take too long to shoot, drag, and then you drag your shots. And then um, 
I think other ones, it's just AstroTurf is weird. The ball don't bounce sometimes. It, it doesn't, and it doesn't land in the position for you to strike. Sometimes it's behind you, you've got really pull. But from the other team, I think what it is there, because me and Kaiser, we know football, like, we're more like conscious of where we're shooting and how we're shooting. But someone like Joanne, I'm guessing like, I, I don't really know. I, I, have you played much football? Well, whatever, yeah. But he just will shoot. And fam, that kind of worked for him, though, bruv. I'm not even joking. When German German's playing, I was like, "Raw, this guy is actually not bad, bruv. He was hitting shots of his left foot. I think he hit more of his left than his right. And his left foot was doing was actually causing problems. And he's kind of like, he's just on you. Every time I had the ball, bro, the guy's just on me. Bear William Pump action, bruv. I felt <laughs> people just on you. But um, yeah, now to be fair, I really enjoyed it, though. It was really, really fun. But I got a shout out Yasser, bruv. Yasser done one good challenge, though. I, I, who put the ball into? I think it might have been me, you know. But Kaiser literally one on one, and he, it's like he kind of pushes it and he hits it. Yes, I can't start nowhere and just jumps in. Very good challenge. But Kaiser, what? It was like Kaiser played well, but in front of goal, weren't you? It was weren't your night, bro. I always say this to me in football like, I might have a bad day in terms of assisting and shooting. One thing I can rely on, though, is like my chasing and stuff and like my fitness. I think that helps me out a lot. So I. The, the reason why I run like I do, yeah, because some people might be like, this guy's just running. But it's because I know most other guys are tired by the time it's towards the end. So I just, I wait for like a sloppy pass, isn't it? And it, and it does work sometimes. But yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was okay with my performance that day. I was like, I'll call, I'll give myself like a five, a five-ish out of 10. Like it was all right. You, bro, even though Rion said he tired out, which I get you did, I think you were so strong in the first two thirds that it didn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it was a, it was a pro match, you would have subbed you off at the 70th minute and you would have got a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, you scored a lot. But anyway, that was football. It was a sick time. Joanne, you are dead. I can't... I can't <laughs> you know how gassy he's been ever since, bruv? He's been getting excited. I have to notch you down a peg, bruv. Don't forget yourself in Southfield. Missing open goals. <laughs> Love you, bro. Um... But yeah, bro, to be fair, should we wrap it? Yeah, yeah low-key. I think we're... That's kind of all we wanted to chat about today. I just wanted to wish my boy a happy birthday. This is the first time we've recorded the podcast outside of a living setting room. We're in a cafe today. So again, shout out to Megan's. Thank you for having us. Rion, hope you had a lovely birthday. If you've got any parting words to say to the members of the Rian Case podcast, you know what i got to change, though? On our bio for the Rian Case podcast, I'd be like two best friends fresh out of uni. <laughs> Man, we got to change that, bro. We're not fresh anymore. We've been out for a while. But yeah, any parting words, G? Obviously, I want to shout out Megan's. No joke, but this place is actually really nice. It's actually very nice in here. It's kind of got Christmassy vibes. Like it's snowing inside. But um, yeah, no, thank you guys for your listening and always showing support and, and love. And listen, people, dash out ideas, man. I always say it, but I love to hear different ideas because sometimes like, you guys could say something and me and Case can look at it and be like, oh, like, yeah, that's a, that's a good like, question for a topic. And we do want to get uh, a couple of females on our next couple of podcasts because like, some of our questions, I feel like, because me and Case are male, it's just our, it's like a male um, perspective, but we do need to get the contrast and female perspective. So um, don't be shy and fucking pick yourself in. What's it, the messages? I was going to say DMs. Yeah, yeah DMs. Because it go down in the DM, right? It go down in the DM, it go down. All right, anyway, thank you, you lot. We're going to leave this place now. We'll, we'll say thank you again to the owner, top man. Um, but yeah, everyone, hope you have a nice rest of your week. Happy birthday again, big fella. And we will see you all soon. Adios. Adios. Adios, mate.